Hey guys, welcome back to uh, Rank One Twenty Two podcast with Finn and Alec. Uh, this is episode number four, three, four, four, four. Yeah, big week. Big, big. Last two weeks have been pretty, uh, pretty sweet football. I'm not gonna lie to you. There's some great games this week. Not so much, but last week we had a lot of really fun games, big surprises, a lot of upsets. Uh, but this episode, we got some uh, Halloween themed segments for you guys Ooh. that we're pretty excited to uh to bring you so uh yeah alec how you doing by the way good happy halloween everybody yeah october 31st did you go out this weekend as a halloween costume yes, or something yeah i went as a uh, ninja turtle oh Saturday yeah the mbappe night. field mbappe and i went as a uh, classic greaser on friday night <laughs> me and logan that's a, that's a yearly thing for you it guys eh? yeah we sang grease lightning at uh, <laughs> grad karaoke friday night awesome yeah clean the room good awesome yeah well should we just jump right into it let's jump in segment one go on we're getting spooky right away we're starting started off today this uh this episode with scariest soccer moments when me and finn were coming up with this segment we thought we'd do uh, a scariest soccer moment for professional soccer and then also a scariest moment for our personal playing careers as well so finn why don't you start off with your scariest professional soccer <coughs> scariest memory. professional this one was hard for me because there's a lot sadly mm. there is a lot of times when there's scary moments in professional soccer that you hate to see especially when it's like recorded on tv and you don't forget it and all that kind of stuff yeah. i narrowed it down to a few and i chose um son's tackle on andre gomez mm. which was it's a horror tackle horror just yeah. to, like Horrible. Though. I watched it live. I turned. I turned on that game three minutes before he did it. Yeah. And I like honestly regret turning that game on. Uh, like it was awful. Yeah. Anyways, for backstory for people who don't know what happened, uh, Huming Son is like one of the nicest people out there. Yeah, like 100%. super like down to earth, nice, funny, and just the last guy you'd think that would do this. Yeah. And it was obviously an accident, but he went in for a tackle, and it just kind of their legs kind of got tangled. I think. Yeah. And uh, Andre Gomez ended up like snapping his leg in half. I think. Oh, it was yeah, it was bad. He went in like really hard too. Yeah, but like and, yeah, like there was a lot of momentum. Yeah, and so it. you could kind of see that his leg was yeah, it go- was a bit going like different a, directions. It was a bit of an aggressive like reaction yeah. to. I think he had lost the ball and Tottenham was maybe down a goal and he just kind of lashed out and yeah, yeah, destroyed his leg. Yeah. So, so yeah, you could like kind of see that his leg was bent in some weird places and. Son was like crying, wasn't yeah, he? He was like he was. in tears. Yeah, well from the um the Amazon All or Nothing episode. Oh, was that, that in happens, there? Yeah, that's in there. Wow. He walks off the locker room and he's like feels so bad. Like, yeah, no, I can't even imagine. Right? So not much not much malicious intent there in the, the day. You know what I mean? As much as no. it happened the moment you obviously didn't mean to, to hurt him. So No, no, no. That's a good call. No, and that yeah, that that's my uh, scariest moment for yeah. sure. So my scariest professional moment isn't actually a a tackle or something even per se that like a moment in the game. It was more so the the way a game kind of ended up <clears throat> playing out, and that was Chelsea's Champions League final against oh. City a couple <laughs> years ago. And that's my scariest soccer moment <laughs> because after Havertz put us up one nothing in that game in the second half, the whole rest of that game. It was just terrifying. Like every city attack, they're just coming in waves. Yeah. Waves. They're a good team, man. 
and there were so many close calls. I mean, I, I literally didn't sit down for over an half hour. It was just, it was, it was freaky. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, Chelsea fended them off, but I don't think my heart rate's ever been that, uh, that devastated from, no. from a game before, especially where it was just, I'd waited so long, um, to see them get there again. And just, needed them to hold on end up doing it but that was definitely my my that, that's one. a good one yeah. that's a good one that's i want yeah my scariest personal story which isn't really about me mm. it's about somebody else it's about the 2005 champions league final okay and it's um the story of a liverpool fan who bid i want to say it was 50 grand 50 000 pounds on liverpool to win which was like back then was crazy amount that's of money lot, still. Yeah. And that's a crazy amount of money for anybody, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. And so for people who don't know what happened, they played AC Milan and they went down 3 nothing at oh. halftime. And the guy killed himself at halftime. No. Yeah. And then Liverpool went on to win the game on oh, penalties. man. Like just like horrid. Like just I can't even like imagine. Oh, fuck. Like just the way like, – That's terrible. Like I always say like – like it's kind of hard to say. It was like just wait till the end of the game, you know. <laughs> like, nah, it's a just kind of like hold out a little. It's a game of two halves. That's terrible, though. Yeah, like scary uh, to think about. I'm like, geez. Yeah. That's I why just... you bet responsibly. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck. Fuck. But like, that's yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah, that's definitely very tragic. Oh yeah, so it's a tragic scary. one. Yeah. Um, my personal moment is actually comes from playing. Uh, the first one I kind of had two. The first one was getting uh, first time getting knocked out in the game. Really? Yeah, I got a ball, a shot to the face. Oof! Like probably, I don't know, ten feet away. Jeez! And it was a, it was a good strike and just right to the dome. <laughs> it just dropped me. It wasn't like one of those ones where it drops you and you bounce back up and you're good. You're kind of wobbly. Like it dropped me. Like I, I was immobilized for a bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, I was not moving. I was down for a bit. God, that's awful. Um, it was a bad concussion. But the other one was uh before i went to my first nationals when i was 15 uh, i was playing a high school game it was a week before we were supposed to get on the plane to go and we were playing against i think it was clement cormier mm. and it was really kind of like a mean nothing game we'd already qualified for playoffs and um was going in and then uh, on this ball i think i was on the attack and i put it past this guy he decided just to put his his body right through me <laughs> just fouled me hard, but the way his knee connected with my thigh, it just like went straight through me. Jeez. Just absolutely like, destroyed. Like right, right away, I just felt my thigh. Like it was like it just went numb. Oh. The whole front of my thigh, and there was like some bad like muscle bruising. Like I could I couldn't walk on it for like three days. I was physio hard, hard. I went to physio like four times that week. Jeez. And then first game nationals didn't play much. <clears throat> but then end up end up working out. Yeah. Um, but that was. That was freaky because like, man, like, no way I can miss. Yeah. In the whole Nationals tournament, something freaky like that. But it's the way it goes, right? Yeah. You know, no, that's we see it right now with the World Cup. So many players are going to miss out. Just because of injuries. So, so sad, right? So. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I, I think those are good four or five good scary stories. Yeah, they are. Scary moments. Yeah. Hope you guys learned something. <laughs> uh, well, our next one is a bit more detailed mm. and ones you definitely can look up yourself but we're going to try our best to explain it it's our spooky 11 so we've mm. come up each of us with 11 players a starting lineup as you would of the scariest players we've encountered yeah in professional football 
yeah that we've witnessed or that we like have have heard from from the archives right or watched from old highlights yeah yeah so. i most of my guys are currently playing okay i've tried except for one okay yeah well maybe two i feel like i know who your your two are probably going to be uh, but <laughs> all right let's start with the goalie you go first with your goalie and then i'll go mine so my goalie is Bayern munich shot stopper from the past not current okay i was supposed to say neuer <laughs> <laughs> not neuer um oliver Kahn. yeah that makes sense this guy was a he's a freaky man you can search up oliver Kahn scariest moments it'll probably be at least a 10 minute video like, yeah this guy was freaky like yeah he was he, a weird the, man the way he like just in, he's just first of all extremely intimidating just huge yeah super passionate huge german guy but just constantly screaming the whole yeah. game like he'd come out one-on-one -on -one with an attacker and he'd be like clapping his hands you know what i mean trying to get them to shoot like yeah yelling yeah. at them and stuff like this guy it's nuts how about you who's your goalie ederson mm, he's just a good. freaky looking guy yeah. man like he looks like he belongs in like a brazilian prison yeah like like you watch those like netflix documentaries about like inside prisons in like south america or something like that like he looks like he belongs Dude, yeah with the neck tats and <clears throat> and all his He's, he's got a weird face too. It's just it's just a creepy look. Yeah, I think Ederson's probably seen some shit. You know, <laughs> yeah, I don't like, know what he's. He's, he's got a smiley face. Like guy, I wouldn't want to mess with. No, Ederson. God, he's no. he's a tough man. It's just like like the smiley face tattoo, like right on his oh, like yeah. behind his ear. Just some yeah. creepy stuff, man. Yeah, Who's your uh, right back? Or did you go? I went with a four three three. I actually went for a three four three. Oh my god! So yeah. three center backs. I had a hard time finding wing backs that I really liked. I've had more center backs, so. I'll give my um, I'll just give my center backs, all you, three of them, and you can give yours, and then we'll, we'll and then I'll move it. on to my my wing backs. Yeah, so my uh, my center backs I had Sergio Ramos, I had Pepe, and Amanda Vidic. Vidic, oh, yeah. that's a good call. I had Pepe and Ramos. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's pretty Ramos. easy, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Pepe's like an absolute. <laughs> he's like he's a menace. Like he's yeah. just so aggressive. There, same thing with Khan. Like you look him up, he's just like. Probably one of the dirtiest players. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Ever. And I mean, with Pepe and Ramos, I mean, it's really why that Real Madrid defense was as dominant as it was. Oh, yeah. Is that just both those guys are just freaks of nature. Just animals. I mean, two of the most highest red carded players of all time. Like, extremely. Is Ramos the violent. most red carded? Player? I think Ramos is the most. But I mean, 2014 World Cup. I think on the same day, Pepe and Ramos both got red cards. You know what I mean? It's just like, just extremely aggressive center backs. Yeah. Very passionate, but these guys will fly into any tackle. Oh, they're you know not scared I mean? of anything. They're not scared of anything. Like, they're averaging a yellow a game, really. And then with Vidic, uh, he doesn't play anymore, obviously. Um, no. But he's a legend. Arguably one of Man U's best defenders ever. If not, Yeah, people say he's like up there, top the 10 best. Premier League center yeah. backs. Uh, so I think he might already be in the Premier League Hall of Fame. But this guy, too, is just an absolute presence on the field. Yeah, he just is. huge, super intimidating. Must be 6'3". Yeah, just, just very built. stocky guy. Um, but just you wouldn't want to go into a tackle with him. Yeah, like, no. you're, not, you're not getting up. He's a beast. So, yeah, I had Pepe and Ramos. And then I had my right back was Angelino. Oh, okay. He's a freaky-looking dude, man. He he I've also – he, he reminds me of Ederson, man. Like, he, he's got <laughs> – he looks like he should probably have skull tats. Yeah. He's uh He freaks me out, man. He's a good little player. You look at him up right now? Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. He's that. good. He's just like he freaks the hell out of me. <laughs> yeah. He looks weird. Uh and then my left back was Robertson. I couldn't really think mm. of a left back, so but I was like 
a lot of people just don't like him. Yeah. He's he's kind of an aggressive player, kind of dirty in some ways. He's tough. Yeah, he's tough. Yeah. Um, he's gritty. But I would say that's, like, probably the most, like, least scary. Especially, like, looks-wise, at least. Yeah. I mean, he's not the biggest guy either. No, but no, he's, he's no. He's a freaking gritty Scottish guy. Yeah. So give me you one of your center mids. Uh, so one of my center mids. We'll start off. I'm not, I don't think you're gonna have this one. You'll know who he is though. It is uh, Joey Barton? I do have Joey Barton. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, I do. I have Joey Barton, man. man. I didn't. I didn't know if I wanted to put him or not, but I was like, geez, like yeah. you kind of have to. Oh man, guy is nuts. I mean, like I was reading an article earlier about him and. They're, main point i pulled from it was like this guy like is probably borderline like psychotic oh he like, has you, to be <laughs> if you watch joey barton play i mean early 2010s in the prem like this guy would rage like i've never seen a player rage like he did um some of this shit he'd do in the field so weird reacting man. he's just so aggressive and just so overly aggressive too decent player but just a madhead horrible yeah like <clears throat> i remember I remember when he got arrested mm. for something. I think he's yeah. been arrested a couple times, like DUI and all that. Yeah. And he's gotten tons of red cards for stupid stuff. And still somehow he's a manager. Yeah. Which true. is the weirdest thing. Like he's been a, yeah. He was a player. Not a bad player either. Like pretty good quality when he was <clears throat> like wanted to play. Yeah. But my God, was he a hothead. <clears throat> he was. I'd like to, uh, like to see some of his halftime speeches. Yeah, like, if he coaches Bristol. He still coaches um, Bristol. Yeah, were they League One? League One, but yeah, man, Bristol's losing at half. That guy's probably uh, you don't want to be around him. No. no. So who? So we both have Joey Barton. Who else did you have? So go. My second midfielder I'll give is Frank Ribery. Really? Yeah. He's he's a weird looking guy. To Just be fair, a super scary guy. Like I remember, I used to be freaked out. Of Ribery when I was younger. Oh, he's got that mad scar. Like a huge scar. Which, mind you, did come from car accident. a car accident, right? It's like... And you think he very, lost both his parents I in think that so. car accident? So very tragic. Um, makes me kind of feel bad now for mentioning him. However. <laughs> however. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> however, you're a freaky looking guy. Man. Oh, yeah. Cut this out. No, but he... Uh, just yeah, intimidating yeah. guy on the field. Yeah, he is. too, like just super serious. Yeah, not but a big then, guy either, but like scary. No, but also just yeah, terrifying. Terrifying. Um, how about you? Who's your second? I got Roy Keane. Yeah. Just uh, because he's, just because he's Roy Keane, man. Like he's, he's what is he? Nor- Northern Ireland or yeah, Northern uh, Ireland? Northern Ireland. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, he's just a a menace. Like, so passionate. Yeah. He he's known for really saying it as it is doesn't really care what people think about him like even i think he famously said when he retired that like those weren't my teammates like i mean sorry those weren't my friends those were my teammates mm. he's like we weren't friends <laughs> he was like and he like famously had like a falling out with alex ferguson one of like the greatest managers if not the greatest of all time yeah um like t- saying that like Peter Schmeichel was like an ass, and like, like just his team. He's just like shit talking his teammates. Oh, man. And yeah, he's he is Irish, by the way. That's important, Irish. Important distinction. Republic of not, Ireland. Anyways, but he um, as a player, just super like yeah. flew into anything. Didn't care. Super aggressive. 
kind of your nine average nineties player. Yeah, I people guess. say he'd be like the hardest player though of like the nineties. Yeah, which is saying something because that was like a that was a hard, extremely era. rough, like hard prem era. Yeah, um, I can't even imagine from what I've seen. Right, so this guy was like the epitome. Yeah, of you know the ground and pound prem days. <laughs> yeah, um, I also had him. You did, in my yeah, field as well. So that was your third. That was my third. Um, I was listening to a podcast on uh, Bed Foster's podcast with Tim yep. Howard. Yep. And I didn't realize Tim Howard played for United early in his career. That was the yep. first transfer he made mm-hmm. coming out of the MLS. And he was telling a story about Roy Keane and how Roy Keane invited him over for supper one night. <laughs> <laughs> and he was so terrified he didn't go. <laughs> he was so freaked out from him. That's from awesome. practice because he was always just rips into everybody. Just gives no shits. Well, the thing is with Roy Keane, like, he could do that, though, because he was that good at the same time. Oh, yeah, right? he's so good. He's a phenomenal midfielder, right? So he could like rightfully lay into people and get away with it. Right? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, my fourth midfielder, though, is Gattuso, Italian player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Used oh, yeah, yeah. Milan. Yeah, yeah. This guy just a little pit bull man. Just yeah, he was freaky, freaky little midfielder. I mean, he uh, caused a lot of a lot of trouble. A lot yeah. of a lot of red cards facing Milan. Uh, yeah, but just a very tough Italian player. Wouldn't want to mess. With That's him. a good pick. Yeah, I like that one. So my third was John Joe Shelby. Mm. Yeah, Voldemort <laughs> himself. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Just this, I don't know, man. This guy just looks. He just, he's got something wrong with him. Like he just looks like he doesn't belong. <laughs> he's bald. He's got about. I don't think he has hair in his body, man. Like he's. Yeah, he's a freaky looking guy. He only scores bangers, though. Oh, he only scores bangers. But look him up. He's he's terrifying. John Joe is J O N J O. Yeah, John Joe Shelby used to be quite the player too, mind ah, you. Played for Liverpool and yeah, all those. And guys. like early Newcastle days, he was quite good, but he just kind of yeah. Off. Honorable mention is uh, Romeo on mm. Southampton. He's a he's a tough guy. Romeo, yeah. He yeah. Former he looks Chel- like a, he'd break my leg. Former Chelsea player. Really? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Step up. <laughs> yeah. Who did you have uh, up front? You went three up front, you said? I had three up front. Okay, who'd you who'd you go up front? My first one, former Liverpool player. Andy Carroll. Vampire himself. Oh. Wait, what? Louis Suarez. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had to put the vampire in. So Luis Suarez, if you don't know, I'm sure some of you guys have heard of the player at the World Cup who bit people. Yeah. Well, bit people. And he I think it was the twenty fourteen World Cup. Mm-hmm. Where he has a famous bite on Kalini, and he's also done this in other occasions as well. I think he's Two or had three, times. three biting incidents in his career with biting players on field. And aside from the biting, which is just <laughs> super weird, yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> like I, I wish like somebody would kind of pry into that more, but I don't know. Nobody I, questioned I, it. Nobody really <laughs> questions it. He kind of just gets away with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, aside from the suspensions, but he is also. A phenomenal attacker. I'd I say mean, best strike, like out and out striker in the 2010s. Yes. I mean, what was his highest scoring season in the Prem? 30? Yeah, he got 30. Yeah. So, I mean, this guy was just. And he missed like eight games. And he missed the first eight games of the season because of the biting incident. <laughs> so, he scored 30 goals in 30 games. Yeah. So, I mean, it's all these soundly. And we didn't win the league. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bottled it. Uh, but this guy was phenomenal. Yeah. How about he you? was. He was unreal. You know, I was stuck on the on my front three. Mm. I was really stuck. I was I was trying to figure out like weird looking people. 
yeah or just like scary people couldn't figure out one i had andy carroll really oh dude <laughs> when, when i first saw him i was terrified of him like he <laughs> just the way he like how tall is he like six three six four he's a big boy he's he's got the big ponytail six four yeah and he's just like he flops around like he just floats Mm. like he he almost he's almost like peter crouch in a way just kind of like how he bounces when he runs and it's it's just terrifying to watch and how lanky he is and yeah yeah so that's my guy up front one of the nice nicest bicycle kicks though oh yeah history when he was playing for west ham yeah yeah that's a good one go look that one up guys andy carroll west ham bicycle kick yeah against crystal palace insane so my second attacker Mm. i think you might have this one is Zlatan Ibrahimovic. No. No. No, I don't have him. That's a good pick. I didn't even yeah. think of that. So I put Zlatan, this guy, also known as the Lion. Yeah. He is also 6'4", 6'3", 6'4", just a mountain of a man. We've talked about him on the show before. Yeah. But this guy is just an absolute force of nature and also known to to be quite the, uh, the shit talker. Mm. And has his fair share of aggressive moments as well pretty humble um humble but this guy like he's he's, he's coming towards you with the ball yeah. he, he's running into the box one-on-one as a defender like you don't want to be marking this guy like, no he's, he, a, he's not afraid to throw elbows no and, and he's huge he can get up and do some crazy things with the yeah. ball definitely pretty scary yeah i was being sarcastic about the humble thing like he, <laughs> he is not humble at all calls himself the king yeah. or wait what was it came a king left a god or left a legend or something like that. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. He loves it. Anyways, yeah. yeah. My left winger was Gervinho. Mm. Just cuz he's got an absolute cliff of a forehead. Yeah, he does. He, it just freaks me out. Like the headband kind of saves him cuz he wears a headband a lot, but like god his head, it, It's like the eighth wonder of the world. Dude, I know. <laughs> it's huge. Like I don't understand like how is that How did that happen? Yeah, I know. He's got it's, a massive forehead, but I, I it's a shame. That, that's it. It's a shame. It's unlucky. I love him. He, he was weird, a great player. Yeah, he had a good little stint at Arsenal, eh? Like, yeah, he did. He, was there for he a played bit. for Roma. Yeah. He's kind of decent there. But, yeah, no, that's my uh, left winger. And then who's your right winger? Or left, whoever. Yeah, left. so I kind of like – I just went with kind of three attackers more so. Mm-hmm. My last attacker is one of the most feared strikers in Premier League history. Not Eric Cantona. Oh, he actually just returned to the Premier League for Wolverhampton. Got red carded oh. this weekend. Jeez. Diego Costa. Yeah, that is guy's my <sighs> third scariest attacker. The elephant man. And this guy is He's a freaky. I dude. mean, he's like Zlatan, but if you guys just go search up Diego Costa, you'll see he's just Brazilian, born and raised. He is he does he plays for Spain now, but grew up in uh, in Brazil. And this guy is a tough Man, and he just bullies defenses. Yeah, he's a little bit older now. He doesn't have the same magic he used to, but this guy is just notorious for just being an absolute pest. I defenders in the prem, playing so aggressive, a lot of heart, but this guy not shy away from anything. Yeah, no, fair enough. Phenomenal striker. Uh, yeah, mine's just another weird looking one, because I like honestly I couldn't think of yeah. scary guys. Mine's Gareth Bale. Oh really? Oh dude, his ears. You've seen his ears. <laughs> <laughs> they stick out like sore thumbs, he's man. Like ears. His, he's got elf ears. Um and then the ponytail and the beard and 
Just doesn't go He's together. He's a good-looking guy, though. He is he? At the same time, I don't know. That's a little harsh. Is that your type? <laughs> I think he actually got ear surgery, though. What? Wait, show, show the Southampton picture. Well, we'll put it up. We'll put it up sometime. But, like, yeah. the Gareth Bale Southampton picture, that's something else. Man, yeah, I think he did get surgery because there's no way, like. The ears just come in yeah. when you get older. But, uh, yeah, phenomenal. I think my team might take yours though. Oh, hundred. You mean like skill wise or just scary? <laughs> just like no, like this scary XI Finn versus scary XI Alec. I don't know. Yeah, it's I good. didn't have a great team. It's a good competition. I got <laughs> I got Joey Barton and John Joe Shelby in the middle. I don't yeah. know how that's gonna go. Yeah, that's funny. Jeez, <laughs> but yeah, no, those are those are our scariest eleven slash weird looking elevens. Yeah. Uh, that's the end of the Halloween segments. Yes. Now we move on to the last part of the episode, which is the story of the week and the down bad moment of the week, the mm. reoccurring segment always yeah. on these podcasts. Why don't you start with your story of the week? Yeah, so my story of the week, I kind of have two, but one more so I'll focus on. Okay. But uh, is Miguel Almiro from Newcastle, mm. who's been phenomenal. Yeah, lighten it year. up. His first year in the Prem. Well, which came three seasons ago. Played maybe 15 games, had a goal and a couple assists. Yeah, he's abysmal. He struggled. There was actually a phrase that came up uh, in the Newcastle community, which was having an Almiron for just, like, playing terrible and not doing anything. <laughs> That's hilarious. But this weekend, finally, there's been rumblings about redefining what having an Almiron means. <laughs> Because he scored six goals in his last six games. Yeah, he's been on it. And I don't know if you saw the goal he scored on the weekend. Against Tottenham? Against Villa. Oh, Villa. Yeah, they beat Villa 4 nothing this weekend. Newcastle is just flying. But he scored the fourth goal mm. against Villa. Cuts inside on the top of the 18. Just unleashes the shot in his left foot. His goal against post. Tottenham was pretty sweet, too. And he scored a beautiful goal against Tottenham. You That's see that one? Yeah, so he's been playing top of his <clears> game right <throat> now. Yeah. Big shout-out to Miguel Almiron, player who came from the MLS, Atlanta United, and showing MLS has some talent too, even in the big leagues, right? Yeah, so, for sure. Really happy for him. My other uh, honorable mention, though, is Reese Nelson this weekend yeah. for Arsenal. First appearance all season in the Prem. Guy comes on for Saka, subs him off. Saka gets injured around a half hour in. Reese Nelson scores two goals, plays phenomenally. So yeah. shout-out to Reese Nelson. Yeah, so only played great. 60 minutes and still has more – Goal contributions than Jaden Sancho, yeah. who cost United a hundred million pounds. Sancho, yeah, that's mm. something else. Yeah, love it. Uh, I love those. Those are two great, two great mentions. Mine's uh, a local one. Oh, yeah, the CPL, the Canadian Premier League wrapped up this week. Uh, the Forge, who are from Winnipeg. Oh no, that's wrong. The Forge I don't even know where they're I'm from. Pretty sure it's Hamilton. From Hamilton, Hamilton yeah. Forge. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. They played Atletico Ottawa in the finals of the Canadian Premier League, and they won. And this is the third year of the Canadian Premier League. Yeah. And the Forge have won every year. So it's it's technically four, but oh, counting that weird COVID season they yeah, did, I don't count they that. played in PEI. But yeah, they've won. They've won every single one. Basically, right? So it's like it's a dynasty there. <laughs> it's a dynasty, man. Like they're yeah, they're running that league, man. Yeah. Uh, we didn't players. also. We were going to also talk about this: is how going into the Canadian Premier League playoffs, only the f- top four teams make it. Yeah. And the separation between the top four teams at the at the end of the last game of the season, the regular season, from fourth to first was like 
two points. Yeah. And they all had like the same amount of goals and the same amount of goals right. against. It was crazy. I remember you sent me that? Yeah, where it was extremely close. Yeah, it was like final day. <laughs> Any team could have gone first, and yeah, super weird. But yeah, like, it's cool. It's a competitive league. Like, there's, there's yeah, not like Forge just cleaned house all season. No, right? no. Like I think Ottawa finished first actually. Yeah. So yeah, let's go finish with forty nine points. Uh, on the season, and then Forge finished with 47, Calvary with 47, and Pacific with 46. Like, that's crazy. And they, play, they play 28 games, right? So it's like, that's really tight. That that's super it's, tight. It's a quality league. And even like, you know, Valor, 37 points. Like, I mean, it's it's not like it's a huge separation per se, right? No, Coming no. in fifth, so. Uh, one more honorable mention, though, is, talking to Dad earlier, Spanish women's team. Won the U seventeen World Cup, um, which is which is big. I big didn't know for that. Spanish soccer, they are killing it right now. So that's good, especially with all the, the weird stuff that's happening right now with oh, the, with the team, national with manager, coach yeah. and whatnot. Right, it's, it's a, that's good for them to to have that uh, that moment. It's so. a big win. Yeah, man. Spanish, Spanish women's soccer is it's built different. It's came a long way too. Yeah, cuz yeah. they've had they've got two Ballon d'Or winners now or one Ballon d'Or winner win- winning it twice. Yeah. In Alexis Putella. Putella. And Barcelona's a great team and yeah. they got some great players and now they win the World Cup, the U17 World Cup. It's pretty impressive. It is impressive. Yeah, so now on to the last segment of the episode. We've only done around 30 minutes keeping it short this week. Yeah, Nothing wrong sweet. with that though. Um What's your down bad moment of the week? So my down bad moment of the week, unfortunately, comes from my beloved squad, Chelsea. That's tough. Chelsea this week. But my down bad moment is poor old Graham Potter, Chelsea's coach, Brighton's former coach. And Chelsea played Brighton this past weekend. They traveled to Brighton Stadium, Amex, and they proceeded to lose (laughs) 4-1. They were conceded two goals in the first 20 minutes. They also conceded not one, but two own goals. That's sweet. Two own goals. And just abysmal, too. All right, so Graham Potter, like, you know, comes back home where he was so famous, had brought this team to new heights they had never reached before. Yeah, and then he's moved to Chelsea, like, thinking he's made an upgrade. Right. And Brighton, since Potter left and went to Chelsea has lost their three or four games that they've played before this. So Chelsea mm-hmm. statistically should probably be coming in here <laughs> and faring just fine. Dominating. The, the first com- the top comment I saw on the uh, the highlight video, Chelsea Brighton was uh because Brighton's or er, Potter's still producing results for Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> good but, one, yeah. So good old Potter, I mean I, I love the guy, I still think he'll do great, but that's that's down bad. That's tragic. Going back to your old team and losing 4-1. That's, that's tough to go to sleep after that. Yeah. Can't even That's a good down bad moment. Mine's uh, also from my beloved squad, Liverpool. Mm. They they had a bad week, man. <laughs> like, yours, yours is bad, but, like, wow. Yeah. You're talking about one of the best teams in the past five years. <laughs> losing to 20th place Nottingham Forest. Not even scoring a goal, by the way, and having a former Liverpool Liverpool player score against you, yeah, and then go to play Leeds at home, where we haven't lost send with fans in the stadium since like 2017. Yeah, 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 in the Premier League, 
and you lose to Leeds. Two teams in the bottom three. Yeah. <laughs> in one week. <laughs> <laughs> Tragic. Well, he scored one goal against the bottom two teams. Oh, man. Dude, I, and Leeds, a struggling team. Like, horrible. Yeah. Like, Forrest. Horrible. Like, it doesn't even make sense. Yeah, I mean, Arsenal walked over them. Yeah, it is, that is not a good look for us. No, and, like, like Lawnham didn't even have any looks at all. They looked terrible. And I was like, yeah. God, what does this mean for Liverpool? Dude, I don't even know. Like, I don't, I don't even, like, I'm scared. Like, every yeah. time we go into a game, I'm so confident because I'm like, oh, this is the squad that, like, beat City twice this season. Like, this is the squad that, like, has won the Champions League, has won the Premier yeah. League, but, like, we can't even fucking beat Nottingham Forest. No. And Leeds and Brighton and, I mean, Brighton have got some big results, but, like, we can't beat, like, any of these small teams. No, I know. We're, like, back to where we were in, like, 2016. Like, mm. we were awful. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, Mane must be feeling pretty Pretty good about himself, himself right yeah. Now, you know what I mean? Like, it's it goes to show, I think, what he brought to that team. Mm. But also, I think it's... I don't know. I almost kind of wondered if it's Liverpool's a bit tired now. You know what I mean? You guys were competing so hard with City for the last five years. I mean, you won one prom title, which is big. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it was constant just battles and battles. I almost kind of wonder now. It's like people just burnt out a little bit burnt out you know what i mean a little bit older yeah. now is it just not really there i just wise? there's a lot of injuries to be fair yeah there we, we've had in our what was it our 24 man squad we had 19 of them be injured at some point in this season for over a week yeah so i mean i mean that's no excuse that people want to hear but like i oh. mean what else are you supposed to do like I mean, any team that suffers 19 injuries from their their first team is going to probably struggle the same way we are but then again, we have a starting eleven that should be in the top four. That's not in the top four. No, I think we're ninth right now, yeah. which is bad. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna say it's good. I mean, end of the day, we still got 26 games left in the season. Oh, everything can change. We, right. would, we would have to go. We would probably so. have to win at least 17. Yeah, I would say to even be top five. Well, that's the thing now. Like the discussion starting. Like, is Liverpool? going to be a top four or top five we got to win the champions league if we want to come back <laughs> we got to do something big like i mean because newcastle they're you know good. they played one more game than you guys but they have eight points on you right now right it's bloody newcastle all right i mean and so even newly promoted fulham so another well like just when we played city we were seven points back after we beat them mm-hmm we had a game in hand on them. So if we beat Forest, we would have been within four. Putting pre like putting pressure on second place team right now. Like yeah. with four points, we would have been back in it. And then hopefully we would have beat Leeds. Like that would have been three wins right off the bounce. And just, yeah. I feel like that would have been the turning point. But like you can't even get a point. I know. Like, oh. Yeah, also, not... Van Dyke loses his record of, uh, yeah. he was unbeaten at Anfield, which is Liverpool's home stadium since he's joined in 2017. Hmm. and uh, lost his first game at Anfield in the Premier League. I mean, the way he's been playing, though. Yeah, it's not a surprise. Like, no. He's, he's struggling. Joe Gomez is worse, though, man. Hmm. I mean, his uh, his cross on that goal. Joe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, it was nice. The no look. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. Yeah. But, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's tough. Anyways, guys, this has been episode number four of Rank 122. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed yeah uh 
maybe some big news coming soon in a couple weeks. Who knows? We'll have guests on soon. Some videos coming out, mm. smaller videos for TikTok. Uh, so yeah, hit that uh, subscribe button. Maybe, maybe even comment and share it, you know, with your friends. Like it, all that stuff. So uh, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. You got anything else to say? No, happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah, peace out, guys. Great, see ya.